You're listening to the Thinkers What Works podcast. I'm your host, Jason Todd, with our co-host, Alex Gary, and today we are here with Melissa Pratt. She is co-owner of Beefaroo, a Rockford restaurant, and Fleet Feet Rockford, which opened in June of this year, so you've been open just several months there. Melissa, welcome to the Thinker What Works podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, we want, wanted to bring you in because you have an interesting story in that you own, you're co-owner of Beefaroo, which has been around for 50 years, with... Uh, two younger sisters and a brother, correct? Yep. And then all of you decided to go and open a separate entity, Fleet Feet Rockford, which opened in June. Correct. How have you guys been able to manage being family and being management of not just one, but now two places? Yeah, it's it's pretty hard, but Beefru prepared us because we have seven restaurants. And so we're kind of used to nobody gets their way all the time. And sometimes it's your lucky day and sometimes you give in and pretty much it's a committee decision making, you know, situation. It works out. That's an interesting structure. There is no actual, is there a hierarchy? Is there a person at the top who makes the final decision or is it? Totally, well, totally a vote situation. It should be me because I'm the oldest, but... <laughs> of course. Yes, yes, but that's not how it works. And we don't even know who's the president. You know, we assign it on our corporate meeting notes, sure. but it's very random. It, it, we don't do that. So it's, it's kind of cool. It's different, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Did you guys kind of just move into areas of interest? Well, we kind of did at the beginning. Um, our parents started Beefro 50 years ago, and um, they, as they kind of pulled away and we then bought it from them, we kind of picked the things that we really enjoyed, but we all enjoy customers. We all enjoy customer service, and um, the things that we don't like doing are the money and the numbers, and we have really good people that do that. How did you break it? Um, have you guys ever had management training, or is it all just you know having worked there together, figuring it out on your own? Well, we all worked at Beefaroo when we were children, um, literally children, and then we all went away to college, and then we all came back. We all had, um, most of us had some business in our college, you know, career path, but we all are a little bit people who don't like to sit down and and chill. We like to keep busy and Beefaroo is all about that. So it was a really natural fit. And we actually like, yeah, like each other. We really do. Okay. So you have seven restaurants. That seems like that'd be enough to do. So at what point did you guys start talking about, hey, let's try something additional? Well, we've been talking about buying another business for quite a while, and um, we we all live in Rockford, all of us, and our kids went to school in Rockford and things like that. So we're part of the community, so we started thinking about what other industries or other businesses we could open, and um, a lot of what was for sale in the area was things or were things that weren't really um, in our wheelhouse, like HVAC companies they called us they wanted us to buy them or like a fastener company or something like that you know that's definitely not something we'd feel comfortable opening so we kind of went out out of the box a little bit and started thinking about what our community doesn't have but it could use and is i'm i'm my guess is and and maybe you can answer this uh that the industry of fleet of fleet 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 sports is something that is a personal interest of yours uh, oh, and of the families, or 
How'd that work? Well, we have all been, all of us have been Fleet Feet customers in, especially the Chicagoland area. Mm -hmm. We spent a lot of time in Chicago. And I'm a really dedicated runner and probably a little bit of a running addict. I will admit that. (laughs) Um, But um, everyone in my family, all four of us are pretty active. So we all have a, all have an interest in, you know, keeping moving, I guess is the best way to put Mm -hmm. it beyond really running, just getting up and about. And um, Fleet Feet's kind of a cool company. It kind of it started by two women. And since Beefroo is really women-centric, sorry, Nick, um, you know, it some of that corporate values and the way that they run their business appealed to us. So um, the more we talked about it, it seemed like it could be a fit. Mm-hmm. So... So it's not not only something that the that the region could use, this area could use, but it's also something that you have a personal interest in, uh, and obviously you have the background in, in, to to manage a business. Right. Okay. We're hoping. Right. <laughs> it's hard. Four months in, it's different than be through being such yeah. an established business. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that the franchising model is helpful to you? You know what? We didn't know anything about franchises, and. Um, I'm sure you guys have had a lot of people on who know more about it than I do, even even though we're, we have one, but we love it. Mm-hmm. I, I love that there's um, a lot of things available to us that at BeFru we have to create from the ground up. It's right. pretty time consuming. So I do like that part of it, um, you know, but we're, we're brand new to it. So I definitely can't speak, you know professionally about it but it's been that's been a pretty cool experience you know and then um there's like maybe 155 fleet feats Mm -hmm. so that's a lot of owners that you can lean on and talk to which is pretty cool too awesome so there's a support network network there that uh, when you have a question you can reach out to those folks yeah and people do that all the time all day long it's crazy Mm -hmm. well I, i thought it was really interesting that you guys went the franchise route because you know, when I worked at the newspaper for a long time, I, I talked to your parents. And I, every once in a while, we would call them up and say, why didn't you guys decide to get bigger? Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, seven restaurants, didn't you have nine at one point? Weren't you guys even a little bit more spread out? Yeah, we've mm-hmm. kind of pared down, picked up, you know. Yeah, and there was always talk, well, why doesn't Beefaroo try to become regional or national? Yeah. And and they just said, we like the size of the company as it is. Uh, and then you guys, you, the the next generation decides to pick a franchise thing. So to me, that's kind of interesting. The, have you guys ever talked about like the long-term future of Beefaroo? Yeah, we talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like as our kids have gotten older and they're either in college or they've moved on or they're coming back, you know, um, what what's going to happen? We, you know, we don't know, but we're here. And um, I think that the problem with Beefaroo going further out is that means we have to leave the community. And bringing a franchise in means we get to stay here mm-hmm. and we really like it here. So that's, that's why I guess. Yeah. You know. Third generation is, I mean, there's a lot of statistics on, on family owned businesses and then the third generation usually is a difficult one to, to, to keep in the fold. So at this point there's, there's no, there's no next generation that's jumped forward and said, Hey, I want all this. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, are two of the kids, my daughter and my brother's son, are both in the engineering field. But Beefroot could use engineers, you know, systems, <laughs> yeah, you know, systems sure. and planning could be really cool. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, hi, marketing is a different thing. They're totally separate kind of businesses. How are you marketing? What have you learned at Beefroot that's helping you uh, with Fleet Feet? And what at Fleet Feet is just totally different? Well, I would say the 
thing that probably the funniest thing is we're really volume driven at Beefro and we have really great lunch hours. We're really busy. We have all these like cash registers going. And when we opened Fleet Feet, the people, when they helped set up our registers and things like that, only gave us one. And I was stunned. I'm like, what are we going to do when all these people come in and they laughed at us, you know? And I didn't understand that that's just not the way it goes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a different kind of business. So that was um, a good learning thing for me, you know, to realize it's it's not the same kind of thing. The customer experience is lengthier than mm -hmm. beef real, which is really cool because it's different and it's we get to know people a lot, a lot better, you know, because we have more time with them. And um, so it's it's completely different. But the marketing has been a challenge. So... I think marketing for anyone, anyone is a challenge. How would uh, characterize that challenge for us? What do you, what do you mean when you say challenge? Well, I think that um, Beefaroo has always struggled. I mean, Alex, you know us from the paper. I mean, the paper for a long time historically has been the way people found out what was on sale, what was going on, what was, you know, news in the community. And that's probably not the case so much anymore. But then there's a number of people who don't use social media. And so, and then do people even go to websites anymore? I don't know. So, you know, we have to put everything out there. And um, that's, that's a lot of work, but, you know, we do it. Um, and, of course, I think food is hard on the radio. So we've, um, Beef Roo has never really done really well on the radio. Um, and I don't know if that would be a Fleet Feet fit either. I haven't got that far yet, but. You Who know. handles the marketing? Is that, again, is that a team kind of thing, or is there one person overlooking it? Um, well, our, we do it as a team. We make decisions as a team because you guys are, you guys know marketing can become quite an apart, important part of your budget, so it's not something that one person should just make all the decisions on. But we do use a media team that we hire. Um, I do all the social media for Beefaroo, and um, I have somebody who helps me with the social media at Fleet Feet. So... How do you measure the metrics? Is, is that is that evolving as we as we talk? Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's fun. I mean, I like it. I like seeing who's on Twitter, you know, because that's like younger people, and who's on Instagram, who's on, you know, who's still on Facebook. I guess that's people my age, you know. And then there are people that that still cut out our little ad that we put in the paper every week. That what's on sale? They don't have to cut it out, but they do, and they bring it in. So um, we do that, and um, we just had a commercial for, this is the first time in a long time we've had a TV commercial at Beefro for our 50-year anniversary, and it it was amazing, and people really liked it, and it, I was blown away by the response we got. So that was super cool. So so for Fleet Feet, prior to our recording this, you were talking about a, a, a run that you're having that's coming up, a race that you have coming up. And you said you have 500 people signed up for that. Yes. So I'll tell you the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Jingle Bell Run has been a run that a lot of um, school children have been able to get behind. And they would, in the Rockford area, they okay. would train for it in the fall and then run it about this time of year. Wow. And it was sponsored by the Arthritis Foundation. And I reached out to them when we opened Fleet Feet, hoping to get involved. And I just think it's a cool race, with, especially with kids. I mean, it's so neat. And they weren't doing it this year. So I started thinking, oh, my gosh, this, there's an opportunity for, to get kids to train all fall to mm -hmm. do something. 
and we have to get a race going. And we approached the folks at Stroll on State and told them our idea. And we went back and forth for a long time. And a couple months ago, they said, you can do it. You can do a 5K and be associated with us. So it's called the Dasher Dash 5K. And um, we're kind of part of Stroll on State, but it's in the morning before Stroll on State starts. Yeah. And it was amazing. Like, I did not expect already now to have 500 people. It's crazy. Yeah, because you're, what, a month and a half out? Or no, I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're a week and a half out. Correct, yeah. So the, uh, how, how did you anticipate the signups to go? Um, I, you know, I do a lot of races. I race a lot. So, um, and I do a lot of local races and I figure three, 400, that would be pretty cool. Um, but to have this many people signed up already is amazing. And we have the school partners, which is what I was really hoping would happen where schools can get a bunch of kids who will all come out and do it. And, you know, they, it's a race and it's, and kids love to race. They love to yeah. run and, and it's awesome. And it's holiday themed. It's going to be cool. So you, you identified that, that there was kind of a gap in services or something that the community was, was looking for. And so you thought, Hey, well, let's bring this thing back. And it seems that the community has responded sort of in kind. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. And I, you know, and I think that it's a really cool way to start the stroll on state event. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're also utilizing, um, roads that probably people have never run on and we have four bridges and that's pretty neat wow. you know a lot of people don't run downtown and i do a lot it's a really cool place to run and so i hope people really like the route awesome yeah as you're talking i kind of i sense your desire to to stay in the rockford community and really see the rockford community sort of thrive i guess is a great word because when you talked about you know We've been through the you know the idea. Does Beefer leave this area and, and expand? Uh, and you say no. We really want to stay in this area. And when you talk about bringing Fleet Feet in, you want to bring something to the Rockford area that it's looking for that you think could could grow. And then now bringing back uh, a race that once was here, and now you're you're kind of reviving that, adding adding sort of a freshness to it. And like you talk about racing on on roads that have never been raced on in a downtown area. Uh, which people are not used to. It, it, I'm, I'm hearing. I'm kind of your, your uh, passion for this area is, is resonating. Yeah. Well, it. I mean, it's, it's sincere. You know, yeah. um, we, we're really happy to be. We're happy that people have been so loyal and wonderful about Beefro. It's mm -hmm. been amazing. Yeah. And um, Fleet Feet is one store at Edgebrook, so it's a little bit different than Beefro. But yeah. the, the customers are, are responding really positively and. Again, it's, you know, it's kind of like Beefaroo where you might run, you might walk, you might only walk your dog or yeah. walk in the mall. It doesn't matter. You still need shoes, right? right? And you should be comfortable and it should be a great experience getting them. Kind of like a Beefaroo, you know? I mean, sometimes I have fries, sometimes I have a salad, but yeah. it should all be really good stuff, right? So The Beefaroo, it's interesting how much that's resonated with people even after they've left. Uh, when I was at the newspaper, I remember uh, a Chicago sports writer uh, coming in to cover a game over in oh, Lena, Lena Winslow. Mm -hmm. Why would a Chicago sports writer drive all the way out to Lena Winslow yeah, to cover sure. a football game? Because they could have just hired a stringer. Yeah. And the guy said, oh, because I can drive right through Rockford. I can stop at B for Roo. Right. He used to, he <laughs> right. used to work in Rockford. So he, he 
used it as a reason to come back and, and mm-hmm. eat beef with fries. Yeah. yeah. So I've heard you, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you've probably heard that story before. Yeah, there's a lot of people that share those stories. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think that people have a million choices. I mean, the one thing Rockford has a lot of is restaurants. And <clears throat> so many restaurants do a really good job and offer really great stuff on their menu, but people keep coming back to Beef Roo and making it part of their choice, and we're thrilled, and we can't can't say thank you enough. And that was kind of the theme of our 50-year was really thank you. So Yeah. You know, when, when you talk about Beef Roo, in a way, it, how do you try to position a restaurant? Because from the outside, it looks like another fast food place, but the, the food's a step above. Um, you know, over the years, how have you guys tried to differentiate yourself from the competition? Well, I think you're right. I mean, it is fast food, but I think like we're actually working on a new commercial right now mm-hmm. because our 50-year one is going to be old because we'll be 51. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're talking about, that it's okay to get your food from the drive-thru because you you might take it home and open a bottle of wine with your wife and that's great. Or you might you might have a soccer game with your kid and you have to go get your food because you have to go to the soccer game and sit and watch a soccer game. And that's good too, you know? So getting your food through the drive-thru isn't necessarily a bad thing or a cop-out. It's just another way to get food. And if it gets you to where you're going and you still enjoy it and you're enjoying it with people that you want to be with, that's really all that matters so we're just trying to kind of flip that idea of fast food from being bad food to just it's good food fast what's wrong with that you know so in terms of differentiation uh you've got different themes for your locations right how did that come about what was the decision making process (laughs) um well and and I was I was writing about a lot of those back then. I, we, we would do oh the firehouse one that's a good idea. right yeah. right and then there's the the yeah. depot one up in Roscoe right. yeah so because, they're iconic right and I, I'm 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 guessing uh, I'm guessing that there's a good story uh, by by how those came about. Well, I think that the reason that there's themes is because our parents a long time ago really wanted to do 50s style themes. Okay. You know, yeah. like the diner theme, which I don't think anyone who's young even knows what that is. But right. <laughs> but those stores became very dated, not even in their themes, but just everything became old yeah. and it needed to be changed. Yep. And so we really had to change up the stores. So I think as we changed up the stores, we didn't have one brand, you know, that we use, like Beefaroo Brown Tables or Beefaroo orange chairs. I mean, we just have always had different themes from the beginning. And so when we've redone them now, we just kind of go with what we like, what we think is trendy, what we think Mm -hmm. customers will like. And we try to also fix the problems that we had. So maybe a a store was really cold, like literally cold, too much glass. We try to fix that. Or, you know, um, adding lounge areas. And we realize, I mean, people aren't going to use Beefer as a virtual office, but they could if they wanted to. The music's mm-hmm. not too loud. There's comfortable chairs. There's fireplaces in most of them. So um, just adding in the elements that would make it a more um, pleasing experience. So, And then um, we use really, really great designers, and they tie it all together for us. So that helps a lot. So those decisions are primarily driven internally uh, in terms of the – of the style decisions or do you use focus groups or trusted advisors? How do you? 
How do you work through that? Kind of like an episode of Property Brothers. Okay. (laughs) We sit with, we sit together, we make a list of what we want, and then we meet with the designers and they tell us what they think they can do. And um, they make it, they make it look pretty, but they solve all of our problems. So, okay. So the four of you, when you get together, who's the crazy one who's always got the ideas out here? (laughs) Me. You and then who's, yeah. who's the one that's always like you got to get them off base because they don't want to move. <laughs> I'm the idea person, and then I expect everyone else to get everything done for me, but, <laughs> and I say yes to everything. Right. So that's a problem. So yeah. if I didn't have them, it would be it would be a horrible mess. But yeah, and and we all we all all have crazy ideas. That's kind of how you sure. know we get through the day. But we do all get along, and we all bounce ideas off one another as well. So. If an organization isn't growing or evolving, then eventually it'll, it'll die. So have you guys looked at five and ten years down the road where you want to be with Beefaroo and where do you want to be with Sleep Feet? Yeah, we think about that kind of stuff all the time. I mean, we're young. We are young, I mean, relatively speaking. But, you know, we worry. We want people to, to come back to Beefaroo and find it relevant. We don't want people just to come back if they're visiting and say, oh, this is the mom and pop place. I mean, we want them to think, oh, wow, this is cool, but then they've also added this or that. And um, so we try to do that a lot with menu development, um, with, I don't know, even crazy things like the uniforms our employees wear. You know, they we used to have kind of like old-fashioned looking uniforms, and we've tried to make it a little bit more appealing so that if a 16-year-old works there, they're not going to feel like they're putting on a costume, right? So um, we think about, we think about the future all the time. We're always thinking about it. We're not. Um, we're not always there yet, but we're we're thinking about what we should do. Do you feel so. that the number of decision makers uh, helps with that creative and forward thinking uh, uh, mentality? I think a com- I think committee decision making is great, and I think I mean you guys probably know more because you're in the industry as well. But I think that that's what most companies do now. You know, is committee committees make decisions and nobody really gets to do whatever they want you know so it's definitely i think i don't know it works for us yeah mm-hmm. it certainly has yeah so melissa uh what's what's uh what's the rockford area need to know about this new fleet feet franchise <sighs> you have to come see us because edgebrook mall is the coolest mall and it's a little niche mall that i did not realize that people didn't know where it was and they didn't know what it was. Yeah. And it's kind of hidden away in some right, respects. Right. Right. But you know, um a lot a lot of people it's where we grew up, you know. Outside of Cherryvale, it's the only mall, it's the only shopping center that really has name recognition. People will say I'm going to Edgebrook. And right. they know where that's at. Yeah. So I say come see us because come see the other retailers that are there as well. Mm-hmm. And so first of all, come to Edgebrook because it's yeah. a really nice place. And um, Fleet Feet is, it is a franchise, but I think if you walk in the walk in the door, you will feel very personal. And our staff is amazing. Our Beef Roo staff is amazing. Our Fleet Feet staff is amazing. I am grateful every day for that. And um, we'll scan your feet, which is pretty cool. And you get like a little printout of what your foot looks like, 3D style. Wow. And we'll just find you really comfortable shoes. You don't have to run. People walk in the door, and we always want to tell people that. Don't don't walk in the door like, I'm not a runner. It doesn't matter. You know? I was going to ask if there was a particular niche that Fleet Feet goes after. Because there there's a graduate from Guilford um, who has now franchised um, stores all over the country. 
but she goes after the ultra marathoners, like right. the really, really hardcore 50-mile runners. That That's her niche. Mm-hmm. But Fleet Feet goes for who? I think the typical Fleet Feet customer is probably a 40-year-old woman, just mm-hmm. because I think that's the normal person that shops, you know, at brick-and-mortar stores. But I think that for Fleet Feet, if you walk in, we have definitely have something for everyone. And we have, I mean, Edgebrook, Edgebrook has a lot of different customers that come in there just because of the different businesses. So we really do get a cross-section of people. And um, it's it's really, it's, it's not just shoes, and I think that's the other surprising thing. And um, the coolest thing for me, having been in burgers and fries for my entire life, is now I get to choose fashion clothes, which is super cool. And so we have really nice apparel. Really? Yeah. So shoes and apparel at Fleet Feet Sports. Correct. Men's uh, at, and women's. Really? Mm-hmm. At the Edgebrook Shopping Center. Yes. That's awesome. Well, Melissa, thanks for joining us today uh, on Thinkers What Works podcast. Truly a pleasure to, to be speaking with you, uh, and I'm sure that our listeners would agree as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.